And you are listening to the Texas Standard. School overcrowding, soaring traffic fatalities, drug abuse, and strains on the power grid. Yeah, not exactly what most of us think of when we hear about boom times in oil country. Then again, if you live there 24-7, you know that the story of a boom in the oil patch is a whole lot more complicated than meets the eye. Well, now more than a dozen top U.S. energy companies have pledged to do something about it. They're putting out $100 million toward easing stresses on health care, education, and infrastructure. This to the folks who are experiencing the shale oil and gas boom in West Texas and New Mexico. Bobby Burns knows all about it. He's president and CEO of the Midland Chamber of Commerce. Mr. Burns, thanks so much for taking some time to talk with us here on the Texas Standard. Dave, I'm glad to be with you. I'm a little bit surprised by the size and scope, $100 million. Did you get that right? Well, you, you did. Uh, it's a really a a major commitment for a group of uh, oil companies to uh, kind of look at what's going on out in West Texas and uh, basically say we want to help where we can and find the right way. So there's a lot going on out not only in Midland but in the Permian Basin. Why do this? I mean, the fact of the matter is, is you can continue to do what you do without having to make these investments and just count on state and taxes to take uh, take care of things. Well, in my opinion... Uh, these oil companies and service companies are coming together to do this because it's in their best interest. They see the ability to make money, but they need people. And so to get more people to move out here, you need more schools, you need more roads, you need more infrastructure, you need more hospitals. Uh, and so they know they know the impact is more than probably we can handle at the speed that they need. Uh, you know, I was seeing a picture someone uh, posted not that long ago showing two sites of a highway that was sort of leading off into the horizon, you know, just a road going down. One of these photographs was taken like, I don't know, eight years ago. The other one was taken about, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago. And it showed how the roadway back then was all smooth and, you know, rather untraveled. The next one, it was all congested and there were potholes as far as you could see. How common is something like that? And does this money do anything to address those basic uh, situations? Yeah, I think the money is there to, to uh, really address the wear and tear on highways and roads and infrastructure. So I think that's what they intend the money for. And you know what? It's easy, I think, for these oil and gas companies, whether it's 10 or 12 and now almost 18 companies that have come together to say they're allotting money. It's different now to allot it to the Permian Basin and yeah. find the right priority. Because, you know, how do you establish those priorities? And you mentioned that road that looks entirely different eight years earlier versus now, mm. it really is different. As you drive across Midland right now, I mean, we complain about traffic jams. And and uh, if you're from Dallas-Fort Worth or Houston or another bigger city, it seems kind of silly. But uh, for here, it's a different environment. So we've seen the infrastructure really taxed, and uh, it's a problem. You know, Midland, Texas has the chance to be the obby-dobby of – West Texas or the United States, there's this amazing oil field out here and some amazing dollars are going to flow. But how do we create this city that people want to live in mm -hmm. and come to? And uh, that's the challenge, you know, the quality of place. And our biggest challenge now is education. You know, how do we make our schools the best we can make them? And so we've got our hands full on education. we got our hands full on uh, hospital issues and obviously roads and quality of place issues because 
we can only be a great city if we can get people to come out here. And I love Midland, but I'm also keenly aware that the rest of Texas does not want to move out here. So we've got to create a different city where uh, a different generation wants to make this their home. I, I hear what you're saying. you got to get people out there. But, you know, we're reading just this week. There are some headlines that say that the job market's slowing there in the oil field. And, and, and I wonder, how do you keep them there? Even during the downturns of our history, going back to the 60s and even the 80s and early 2000s, and even when the, the downturns come, the population in Midland does not decrease. So if they don't stay, I guarantee they're leaving the children because the schools are still full. <laughs> so I think we're going to have an ongoing challenge because we have an ongoing opportunity. And quite frankly, we could lose people right now and it be nice to some level because it takes pressure off of uh, the roads and the schools and everything else. So I don't see it as a problem if, if the price of oil goes down a little, which I think it is right now. Uh, Midland could use the breather to some level to get ready for the future because no matter what, these oil companies are getting ready for a, a, a growth number that's pretty remarkable. And uh, Midland's going to be right in the middle of it, as is the Permian Basin. Uh, any timeline on when you're going to get this $100 million or, or what? Well, I would be afraid to say it. I really would because, uh, you know, they've got a group that's pretty well hired and put in place, and they're starting right now to do their strategic homework and kind of begin to look at it. But, I, you know, as you look at $100 million across the Permian Basin, it sounds like a lot of money. But uh, as you look at Midland and Odessa and the entire Permian Basin, I mean, Midland doesn't just get the $100 million. There's right. other cities out here that uh, should and could and deserve the help. So, uh I don't want to say $100 million is not enough, but I will tell you $100 million is not enough. Just getting started. Uh, yeah. Just getting started. Bobby Burns, President and CEO of the Midland Chamber of Commerce. Mr. Burns, thanks again for speaking with us on the Texas Standard. Thanks for having me.